Welcome to Crucible of Worlds, an actual play podcast. Yep, that's it. Nothing more to see here. Look, it's an actual play podcast. What more do you want from me? Last time. After their arrival in Nyrnik goes much smoother than anticipated, Kat and Angelica begin reconnaissance of the thriving coastal city. Though they know its location, the pod is guarded by the Jarl's men, and after her recent wounds, Angelica is wary of conflict. More importantly, the prophet, Agnetha, is undeniably one of their own, and Kat is determined to learn more before confronting her. Come roll the dice as we explore the mysteries of the worlds below. Angelica asking Kat to paddle her across the river on a log. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Um, so you either need to get the Jarl's permission to cross, or you need to find a way through the woods and over the river into the woods. And out of the woods. I was thinking that. Um, Angelica, hear me out. Hear, hear me out. But Great the, lo- idea. the log is it's a foolproof nope. idea, Kat. Listen. What if... What if... We... Say we're from space. I mean, Agnetha would immediately know who we are then. Uh huh. She doesn't seem to be in a complete right mind. Maybe she knows something about the aliens that we don't, though. Hmm. Because they seem to revere space. Yeah, Kat, I'm, I, I see where you're going with mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually on board, surprisingly enough. I don't know why. This is a terrible idea. It is a terrible but idea. I, Maybe let's find out what her story is. Like, what is she saying? Well, aliens are benevolent, divine creatures that choose only the worthy and then kill all the rest. I mean, that, that seems a little um, crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But a lot of people are down for it. True. However, if we manage to get ourselves caught. But if we say we say we're from space, but we manage to work it into the story that she has, then she's not going to publicly say no because it will disprove her own story. I see. We take control of the narrative. Yes. I I like the idea, Kat. I'm just concerned if we don't take care of the pod first Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she knows she's intentionally broadcasting this signal i can't imagine that her intentions toward haven are completely uh benevolent right um i just want to ensure that we have a backup plan in case this turns south right so maybe one of us says we're from space I, th- I think we should definitely both do it. It would give us much more credibility as, right. as, a, as a group, as a mm-hmm, pair. Mm-hmm. Um, I okay. Think... Let's figure out the pod first, then. I, I, I think that makes sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, 
out of character, I actually have no idea. I also have no idea. Like, Arguably, the Jarl knows about the pod. Um, we did a step. Like, because he would have had to order nobody to go into the woods. Yes. I would also say that it's more interesting to me that we have conversations with people than try to cross rivers on logs. Yes. So we need to find out the story first. <laughs> okay. We've decided. Yes. Uh, how do we approach this? I was thinking I might go talk to the Terra Pure guy. Because I feel like he'll have all the dirty deets on her, if anyone does. Do we think that we can leverage that? Well, I mean, at least he'll give us an accurate story and we won't just hear whatever she's talking about. That's fair. Well, accurate with some biases. (laughs) I mean, the kind of bias that drove us out of Leia's place and, you know, nearly had us uh, strung up. and So we don't tell him we're from space. <laughs> yes. But I think he's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. We knock on his door. Okay. I are... think it's nighttime. I think we go to bed. <laughs> oh, is it night? Yeah, it's like late evening. <laughs> Where do we sleep? Back to the boat. Yeah, we could just fast forward through. Yeah, to the I morning. want a very detailed scene <laughs> okay, of yes. the two of us snoozing in the boat. Snoozing Do on the boat. You spoon. Nope. Is there enough space to nope. not spoon? Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't you have that dreaming tea stuff? Oh yeah, I want a dreaming tea. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> Angelica doesn't know that. Well, no, this is out of character. It's like, don't you have that dreaming? I tea forgot stuff? about that. Yes. I want a soothing evening of being bad at dreaming. You have to give me one second to open my notes. Kat. That's fine. I have uh, this, this note here. Cat has the drink. Tell her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought you forgot about that. I did. did. I did, yeah. absolutely. I'm going to write it down. I think I do have it written down, but it's on the back of my tea. sheet. Yeah, I do. Dreaming tea. Fuck. Fuck me. <laughs> I need to look at the back of my character sheet more often. Yeah, really though. I have a leather jacket. Well, you also have like questions that you can ask, right? I believe I have one left. Uh, I asked one last session about uh, the. It was something to do with the aliens, and I think mm. I asked. Oh, you asked whether the aliens had specifically targeted certain locations in space. Yeah, others. I know it was random. Yeah. Um, there's another one. Like, I know what my next question is going to be. I just don't know if it actually makes sense for this computer to know it. Okay. Um, I think that, like, so so in the scene with James, he mentioned cycles and up and down. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that the Phoenix Enterprises would have this information, but maybe they would know about whether there's any indication that uh, this wasn't the first visit to Earth of the aliens or if there's like indications of previous civilizations or weird genetic patterns that are only explainable if there's been like multiple extinctions okay so you think maybe like the aliens have done this before this is i mean based off of your lightly veiled um, yeah (laughs) i did have a question for like this evening would angelica like go to the inn slash bar to try and talk to people? I don't think so. Okay. Not yet, at okay. least. Um, 
because she there's still a chance she could be recognized by Agnetha. Right. And I think she, like, both of us. Yeah. yeah. And so staying out of sight until we know what our plan is. I did tell you that I thought she was kind of familiar, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, we know that she's the one from space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Space. Space. Cool. cool. Um, make me a dreaming roll. I forget what it, um... It's like... IQ default. minus, like, 90. <laughs> IQ minus... I, I, when when I recorded that, when I was doing editing this, you got a point in the the skill in dreaming. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, you said get take a point in it for failing. No. Oh, it might be I got because it's when I wanted to try again. You add one oh, to all of your rolls. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. If you try so a second time, you just make it harder each time. Yeah. Um. Can we? Can I have your GURPS book? Yeah. Just quickly check what dreaming actually defaults to. I love that dreaming is a skill. I just love it. I'm really bad at it. Maybe I should have put all my points into that. Maybe I'll do it this time. Well, I know what I'm putting my points in next time. Finally being sneaky. Finally being sneaky. I think that every time. It's will minus six. Uh Uh-oh. Wow. Wow. Gotta do real good. You didn't. Didn't. Did bad job. Did you crit fail? No. Okay. But I was one off from it. Wow, shit. Bad rolls this time, my dude. Wait, okay. no, I was two off from it. Never mind. Okay, that's fine. Um, you dream. Mm-hmm. You fall into a deep sleep. It's a very peaceful sleep. Oh, it's good. a good peaceful sleep plant. Uh, you dream that you're floating above a city. And you recognize it as a city. You can't know that it's a city. Um, it's a landscape of metal and glass and hard stone and there's moving parts everywhere you see cars you see hover cars you see Mm -hmm. self-driving cars um and you see kind of a low cloud hanging over everything and weirdly enough you see that the cloud has methane and carbon dioxide and you recognize those too his door <laughs> okay you go to the church we go to the morning service or whatever okay oh, yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah. i don't know what day Kat, it is but Kat yeah. also wants to like know more about the church and she yes. super doesn't want to approach the pope so okay. um do you go in and take some seats yes it's set up kind of like a catholic church would be except uh in this room which is like a small wooden church with pews at the front of it by a window Instead of a cross where there would be, there's a totem, a wooden totem, and it's got, like, garlands hanging off of it. It's got, like, some plants and uh, onions. Um, The two of you take a seat in the back. The priest starts the ceremony by walking up the aisle and scattering some dirt on people each side. Some good dirt. Mm -hmm. Some good dirt. He scatters some dirt. He goes to the totem and he speaks from behind the totem, and he talks about the purity of the earth before mankind. He talks about, I don't have a a speech written out for him, Mm -hmm. but he talks, the lecture is about pollution. He talks about how humans came and they disrespected the earth. They polluted it full of heavy metals and carbon and overgrazing and consumption He talks about excess and decline. He mentions how 
in the mid 21st century, humans had so destroyed the planet that the polar ice caps melted and flooded great parts of once livable land. And he talks about how this was punishment for humanity's sins. And he continues and he says that the destruction of homes and land was not punishment enough, but that the earth rebuked her children by the arrival of the aliens and that the war is our punishment for destroying the earth and the ecosystem and causing mass extinctions. And he ends by saying that the aliens are not so much real as they are evil incarnate. They are pollution that has killed us. And if we sin again, if we don't follow the ways of the earth, if we pollute, the aliens could very well return. At the end when everyone is like saying keep it real and clapping uh cat leans over to angelica and says i think uh these guys would get along really well with the upper deckers cat <laughs> we're not idiots <laughs> i mean it's the same concept we don't deserve to come back to earth we don't deserve to be here we are a crime against the earth. I, I, that was a small faction of the upper deck held. I, I feel like, cat. I feel like you're you're trying to construe these two things. It, they're they're completely different. <laughs> uh huh. Your voice gets a little too loud at that point. <laughs> uh, the priest looks up from where he's just started sweeping up some of the excess dirt at when you speak loudly. Cat does the, what's the motion. It's a dab. It's a dab. I thought that was the one we made up. I'm pretty sure you made up dabbing. Okay. Yeah. Um, we do whatever they do. Okay. Um, he looks kind of quizzical and he starts down the aisle towards you. He's like a fairly young man. He's mm-hmm. going bald early. That's okay. Um, Radiation he, will do that to you. Yeah. Yeah. The planet will do that to you. Mm-hmm. He's got kind of like a, a sort of frowny face. Like he's a person who frowns a lot. Um, but he walks down the aisle towards you and he says, I'm Brother Leaf. I haven't seen you in the congregation before, either of you. No, we uh, made our way down here from Readery. It was a long journey. From Readery? Yeah. So you know Brother Twig? Yes, we attended his sermons. Well, welcome to Near Nick. I'm happy to have new uh, attendees. Um, perhaps you can talk. T- tell me a bit about Brother Twig's sermons. I, I'm always looking for new material. I mean, you can, can't you just pick it up outside? Scatter uh, that around? Not the dirt. He means the words. Oh, oh, my apologies, of course. I'm very new, very new to all of this. Uh... You're new to the church? Yes, no, no. we came from a separate branch. Yes. Oh, you didn't like... attend No, we did. A different twig, one might say. Uh, it was a little joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just. These are sacred names that were given by the Pope. Oh, my, my apologies. I did not mean to transgress. Can I help you, ladies, with anything? Are you looking for confession? Are you looking for the blessings of Mother Earth? Yes. Which one? Mm-hmm. The blessings. blessings. Well, okay. Um, just. Come with me. Mm-hmm. He leads you to the front of the church where there's like a little mud bath. <laughs> and he just gives you both like... Cat's so some, excited. Some little, little mud 
uh, prints on your foreheads. Oh. Hmm. You know, it's unfortunate. A lot of people don't come to service as much as they should anymore. I noticed it was quite empty. Nowhere near as many as Brother Twigs. It's... I've done my best... (sighs) Twink. (laughs) <laughs> I've, I've done my best to draw on the congregation. I I was assigned this role by the church in Felhamir, and mm-hmm. I, I've i I've done the most that I can, but they've given... Because that was a I'm very... Topic. That was a very compelling service. I can't imagine why people wouldn't come. It is compelling. We must always remember the lessons of your mm-hmm. earth. I felt very moved. It definitely made me want to change my ways. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's good to have devout followers such as yourselves in the church again i hope to see you again tomorrow are the people just straying from the path here or are they simply do they have to work during that time fishing in all honesty i fear that a lot of people in near nick are being led astray by heresy ah yes the one you were shouting at yesterday don't get miss. My apologies, I didn't mean... She did deserve it. Of course. It seems like you've been given a very difficult assignment here. She has brought a pollution into this place. She is a pollution. Heresy is just as bad as landfill and oil spills. That is what what she's brought to this place. It's a spiritual oil spill, if you think about it. Absolutely. She was was even calling for the return of the aliens. Don't speak these words in this house of the earth. My apologies. Keep it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. I... My hope is that the Jarl will see reason, but my fear is that it'll take nothing short of an intervention by the king... Or the Pope to steer him towards the path of righteousness again. Has the Jarl himself lost the path? This is... uh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, he's been seen with the heretic. Often in flagrant disregard for the orders of the church that all heretics be sent to Felhamir for trial. He's ignored this. And he has collaborated with her. Their, them, their senate, and their democracy. It's despicable. Mm-hmm. Strong, centralized rulership. It's the only way to do it. Absolutely. This is what the earth teaches us. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Isn't that, isn't that right? Of course. Where we come from, we have a monarch as well. And where is it that you come from? Readery, the Jarl there. We came all the way from Reedery. Well, the Jarl answers to the High King. Right. So the King and then the Jarl and then always one person. Long live Bjork. Yes, long live Bjork. We all share the same monarch. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything I can can help you with? Um... Well, I was very curious. Obviously, your job here is difficult with... uh, the heretic and whatnot. I count the blessings from the earth, nonetheless. Yes, and uh, I am counting the people in this church, and they don't seem to be very numerous, Brother Leaf. We are just, as devout followers, very worried that 
the Jarl himself could fall prey to such heretic thought. Well, as devout followers, perhaps you could bring your concerns to the Jarl. Tell him to cast out heresy from his house, from his mm. hall. Tell him to return to the path of the earth. Yes, because uh, we were worried because we attended a ceremony with one of where the church was, um, they found a heretic. And we went to pray for them, of course, to find their way. Of course. And the heretic was claiming that near Nick was where heretics should go. If word spread, it will get worse. For the devout in this town, it will get worse, so it must be rooted out soon. I wish I wish we had more inquisitors here. I wish we had any inquisitors to take those dirty heretics to trial. Mm. Brother Leaf. I don't even have a stethoscope. How can you work under these conditions? How can you root out evil without a stethoscope? You're both so articulate. You must speak to the Jarl on my behalf, will you? We will, but I, I must know, Brother brother Leaf, this, this heretic, when did she arrive? Well, it would be, I guess, uh, around three years ago from today. And she's been close to the Jarl since? Well, yes. She son- suddenly was just there at his side, uh, going to meetings, and she became... More and more vocal, it was fine at first, you know, small comments about astrophysics, small comments about, you know, maybe the stars aren't evil. (gasps) Exactly. Small things, but the Jarl let it fester, and people started listening to her delusions. And then it just spread. You know, now she's sermoning in the Jarl's own home. That's appalling. It is appalling. And I've written to the church, I've written to the Pope herself to send me aid, but so far no inquisitors have come. That cannot be allowed to continue. Uh, Brother Leaf, is she always by his side? We can't simply walk up and ask the Jarl to throw aside this aid of his for almost three years. We must be tactful. She is by his side night and day. She sits in the Senate with him. She advises him on what I don't know. And where does she stay now? In the Jarl's house. A it's worse than we staff. thought. Oh my. They aren't engaging in... No. The Jarl is... No. No. Unacceptable. The Jarl is an engaging man. It's not for the Earth to speak about those whom he does and does not engage. Heretics as well? All I know is that she is a close advisor to him, and I myself am not allowed into the Jarl's home for his evening meals, his nightly socials. Hmm. I've been invited for three years. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Perhaps we can go in. We can speak on your behalf, Brother Leaf. Thank you. Your sermon really moved us. Mm-hmm. My daughters, the earth recognizes you as a flower from dry soil. Do you like flowers? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time, Brother Leaf. Keep it real. Keep, Keep it, it real. real. I kind of want to see you like.
I want to hover around the heretic. Like, I want to see what's up like with her. Like, how close she is with the people kind of thing? Like, I want to hear what people are saying about her. Oh, okay. You know? So the market might be a good place to yeah. gossip. Okay. I'm, I'm down with that. I want us to know every possible thing that people are saying before we go face her. <laughs> okay, so you just want to, like, walk through the market and kind of eavesdrop on some conversations? Yeah, I like that. I don't know. Cat either wants to know more about the heretic or if people are sneaking across the river. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those are two things I want to know about. Or how long the river has been blocked off. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be some kind of check mm-hmm. to effectively go and, like, sleuth like this mm-hmm. um i would take a couple different things i would take um stealth mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. eavesdrop without being caught uh-huh. i would take streetwise to kind of find a place where people might be openly chatting and you would chat with them but not stealthily i would take diplomacy as well or would like... you accept sex appeal nope <laughs> yeah Damn it. Just yeah. the fishmonger sign. To just draw them in. Yeah. yeah. The fishmonger sign. I have found... A lot of suns getting seduced yeah. on. So uh, just tell me what kind of approach you want to take here. Cat's 100 miles away. She knows now. The look on Angelica's face <laughs> that like, means sex appeal time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the ferocious good. look. Yeah. Like, do you want to do your thing first? Like, do you have a thing in mind? I was going to streetwise and just, like... This is going to be, like, the freaking readery Jarl's house where you're talking to people and I'm talking to the old ladies. <laughs> well, I think, um... It's, let's say you both get you both get one thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna try streetwise then. Okay. And I'm just like, I don't know, looking at stuff on tables, but like, listening to the people at the next table who are talking. Okay. It's a very boring day. Hmm. I do! You do! Perfect. Job. 11 to my 14. The best place to hear the gossip is the fish market. Yay! So you hustle on oh, down so to So I have where... to watch Angelica seduce the fishmonger's side. Well, you move along the table to where people are kind of gutting fish. They're throwing the guts into a bucket and they're mm-hmm. setting the fish out for sale. And you hear them gossiping and chit-chatting. And you hear someone say, Ah, I just worry so much about the, the new vote. I just, you know, I've been fishing for so long and... Uh, I just think that if there's more fish in, it's just gonna, uh, it's just gonna deplete the stocks. You know, the fish, they're, they're relatively a, a delicate group animals. And I just, I just worry that, you know, someone's going to be pulling in more fish, but where's that money going to go? It's not going to go in my pocket. Dang, look at this. Fish. Oh, that's a, that's a silver piece. That is, cause that's a premium Atlantic cod. The little whisker on the bottom, that's, is that what it's a cod? That's where you know? Look, I think I know my fish. I don't know, though. I was wondering. Uh, It's a cod. Okay. It looks a lot like this one. Uh, It's uh, a... Another cod? A cod. That explains it. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I'll give it to you for five coppers. Special deal for a newcomer. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Five coppers. Do I eat it? Yeah, uh, of course you eat it. With the do I leave some the head meat. on? Uh, some people eat the head. Hmm. I'm. I think I'm plantitarian. Well, you touched it. Uh huh. So did you. So am I. Well, I'm the fishmonger. I'm just gonna sell that with your fingerprints on it. Uh-huh. Now you gotta buy it. 
No. You gotta buy it. I don't have it. The money. You just touching my fish and you don't have money? Is it bioengineered? <laughs> no. Damn. It's just Are a any fish. of them bioengineered? No, they're just fish. Are you sure? Yep. Are you sure they don't accidentally catch bioengineered fish occasionally? They're fish. Damn. You do have your bird. I don't know. I don't know if you want to get Avery to do something. No, I mostly was just going to be like, that's bioengineered. Yes. Look, you you get out of here. We're okay, not going to buy. I got no space for window shoppers here. There's no window. You get. Get. <laughs> get. get. I get. Okay. <laughs> On, like, the other side of the stall, behind the fishmonger, his son is, like, tending the other side of this. Okay. And Angelica just walks up, and she, uh, she's, like, there's a, there must be a big fish on display or something. Yeah. She just, like, strokes it. <laughs> gross. this beauty? It's slimy. And she kind of, like, looks at her head, like, oh, gross. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. Just, just go ahead and do sex appeal. <laughs> Are you sex feeling the Are fish? Are you sexy? Wow, you're so sexy. If you think I'm sexy, yeah, you want my body. Come on, fishy, let me know. Yeah. Fish, fish, fish. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I digress. <laughs> yeah, so the fishmonger... Uh, it's the spit, fishmonger's son. The fishmonger's son spits out the toothpick that had been in his teeth, looks over and says, Oh, are you looking for some fish, right? Amongst other things, maybe uh, maybe I could I could help you get some uh, some fish there. I can be of uh, fish assistance. <laughs> that was very clever. Oh, that's what they call me. They call me clever Clayton. That's what they call you, do they? Uh, clever Clayton. Yeah, because I'm very mm, I'm very Angelica clever. Is immediately regretting. <laughs> oh, they sure do. We do call him clever Clayton. That right there's the clever Clayton, right, everybody? Um, that's you must be so intelligent. He's the cleverest. I well, if you're so clever, you must know so many things. I'm a new girl in town. Oh yeah. Just trying to orient just myself. Trying to be shown around. Well, what's there to see, Clayton? Well, there's... Uh, it's Clever Clayton, actually. I, do you actually go by Clever Clayton? I do go by Clever Clayton. That's, you can call me CC for short if you want. I, I think I may. CC. Yeah. Um, What is there to see? Well, I heard there's, there's this lovely forest south of the town. Oh, there's a beautiful forest. There's good meadows in the forest for uh, napping. Yes, <laughs> napping. That's... <laughs> I didn't know that fishmongers had much time for napping. Well, um, I I can make the time. Oh, that's I. They call me Quick Clayton. That's Don't you know? <laughs> Why do they call you? Sometimes Quirk? they call me QC. <laughs> gets very confusing. <laughs> I got multiple names. That's lovely, Clayton. Um. Thank you. I think I'll take your offer under consideration. Uh, I'll I'll just be back in a moment. I think this may be the first time Angelic has been like legitimately flustered by something. <laughs> well, like the other woman from behind was like, "Yeah, sometimes you call him quick, quick." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
with just like a knowing look. Just disappointed head shake. <laughs> well, that was a very constructive trip <laughs> to the market. Did we learn anything? I don't think so. We learned some things. You learned it's the forest is great for napping. Napping. <laughs> Conjecture. They are allowed in the forest sometimes to nap. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cat saw all of this. Yeah. <laughs> and was appalled. <laughs> um tactical retreat. Yes. <laughs> Next okay, time, what? let's try not the fishmongers. Oh, God. That was horrible, cat. <laughs> you... I've never met a more unattractive person. Can you believe that they eat those with the heads on still? The fish? Yeah. That was the takeaway you just had from that entire exchange. Uh-huh. No- nothing to do with my trauma? Well, I He was telling you, you where are... a good place to sleep is. I don't... Oh, what? cat. Oh, s- sweet cat. I yes. think sleeping in some plants would be nice. It, it, it would be. Honestly, yes. The fact they eat those with the heads on is atrocious. That's the worst part. I agree. That is the worst. We I'm should... inventing being plantitarian. Cat, we should probably go speak to the Arl. Okay. <laughs> I, we'll probably get further. <laughs> Um, so you can go up to the Jarl's house. It's a bit of a walk. It's on like a hill that's overlooking the harbor. There are a lot of houses leading up there. A lot of people have built their houses close to the Jarl's hall. The houses get nicer the higher up the hill you go. Um, they have like elaborate beams and etchings and art outside. Um, some people have servants who are waiting by the doors. Some people have their fish brought to them. Mm-hmm. Um, What's class? Yeah. Fancy. Fancy. Do they only eat fish here? No, they eat other stuff, but it's a lot of fish. Mm. Many, many, many fish. fish. The smell was never going to get out of my clothes. Um, you you won't, won't smell it after a while. Mm. Says Sophie Wolven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sophie has so much to contribute to fish facts. <laughs> fish facts. Blub, blub. Cod have little whiskers. That is adorable. This has been a podcast with this podcast. <laughs> fish facts. <laughs> Okay, no. Um, so you walk up to the Jarl's hall. Uh, there's a servant at the door who's in a little fancy little outfit. It's quite nice. Mm. And the servant says, um, do you have an appointment with the Jarl? He's just about to start his afternoon soiree. Can we make an appointment? Oh, darling, not in that attire. You smell like fish. Everything smells like fish here. Have you not I. Oh, so that, oh, it, it's not you that, that that smell is coming from. Look, I'm sorry, only senators and the upper class is invited to this soiree, so unless you have a specific invitation, I'm going to have to ask you to scoot. Oh, that's such a shame that you would just dismiss us so offhanded when we've come all the way from Weedarley. Oh, those backcountry horse bumpkins? Backcountry horse bumpkins we may be, but a part of the kingdom we still are. And yet, not everyone in the kingdom is invited to the Jarl's afternoon soiree. Well, I mean, 
That will be so sad when we go back to Felhamir and speak to the king again. Because she was so happy to see us the first time. Turning away her ambassadors? I'm sorry, you're here on behalf of the king as ambassadors? Of course. course. Why did you not come register? I I assumed it was obvious. We arrive and we have come to speak with the all. And I mean, I think it is incredibly insulting that we are called lower class by nothing more than a secretary. With our bloodlines? And you are here from High King Bjork. Yes. Yes. First of her name. I'm going to have to ask you to wait here. Uh, You're going to keep us waiting outside on the doorstep in this town that smells of fish. Uh, She walks into the doors. She comes back a moment later with two guards wearing the Jarl's colors. Uh, The guards step forward and say, come with us, please. I literally just realized that we actually are here on behalf of the king. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me, please. Of course. Uh, yes. Um, the guard leads you into the hall. I forgot. You hear, um, you hear the sounds of a party, like glasses tinkling and stuff in one of the other rooms. But the guard leads you up the stairs uh, down another hall and into something that looks like a small office. Um, and he ushers you inside and he says, the Jarl will be here momentarily. Thank you very much. He closes the door. <laughs> Does Angelica wink as he leaves? No. <laughs> okay. No, she's got a little more tact than that. Okay. Yeah. She actually has as good a diplomacy as she does her sex appeal. Mm. No one would know that fact. <laughs> uh, can you make me a diplomacy roll? Yeah, of course. Boom. Do you do it? Yeah, 12 to 16. Something about the behavior of the guards is very wrong. Um, If you were truly here as ambassadors on behalf of the king, it seems reasonable that you would have been invited to the party and you would have been given kind of like a nice reception by a Jarl. If things are going smoothly, it's reasonable to expect that you would be well received. Instead, the servant has been quite rude to you and so has the guard. Um, what occurs to Angelica is that if the prophet is very close to the Jarl, it's possible that any attempt to remove her might not be well received. The king did ask you to bring back the prophet for essentially a trial and execution. I try the door. It's locked. Are we at a window? There's a window. Um, can we open it? Um, yeah, the window isn't locked. Cool. I call Avery. <laughs> okay. I think we may have just walked ourselves into a bit of a trap. I super think so, also. Uh, Do we... Okay, are we on the first floor or second floor? Second floor. Mm, So we can't just jump out. Can we get out the window? It's large enough to fit a person. What's in this room? A desk. A shelf with some curiosities, some, like, fancy things. I think he's got, like, a cell phone on display. Whoa. Um, he's got, like, a couple other knickknacks. There's a very fine coat hanging on the back of a chair. Uh, there's some papers on his desk. I checked the drawers for any weaponry. There's a letter opener. Oh, perfect. I'm gonna try lockpicking the door. Yep. With my lockpicking skill. Yep. I also take out my pistol. (laughs) Oh, Okay. (laughs) 
Yes. You do it? Seven, eight, nine, nine to my 12. Okay, you lean down, you pick open that lock, it clicks, it unlocks. Uh huh. What do you do? Um, what are we doing? <laughs> okay, Kat, you open the door. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure there's no one standing right outside. And I think we should go find the Jarl. Other plan we could have. Say that we're not from the king. <laughs> At this point, I'm worried that we won't have the time to tell that story before they start shooting, swinging swords. I think that we need to be a little bit more proactive. Cool, 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 cool. Can yes. You, both of you do perception checks? Sure. Uh-huh. Oh, I not like, is there someone on the side of this door? <laughs> yes. Uh, 11, 12, 13, 14. No. Uh... As you're having that conversation, Angelica, you hear footsteps coming towards the door. Okay. Um, Kat, you do not hear them. I super don't. No. Does this door open in or out? Oh. Okay. Not having this situation again. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. This is like, so as soon as this, the footsteps get in front of the door, I open the door out. Okay. You are And I've, I've hidden the pistol just behind my robe. So I'm just like faking as if I'm just opening the door. Okay. Uh, you fling the door open, and standing in front of the door is Jarl Sven, wearing an extremely nice silky blue shirt. Wow. It really sets off his eyes quite is he nicely. Like, would you say he's really pretty? Yeah, he's extremely pretty. He's wow. a very handsome man. Was um, it, like, extraordinary? Yeah, he's very beautiful, according wow. to Gertz. Dang. Gorgeous. Um, he is Angelica impressed. Do I have to make a will for it, Sam? To not <laughs> no, be attracted to him? He's not trying to... You can make your own choices about this. He's thing. not flipping his hair. I'm doing a will save anything. to see whether or not I am enamored. Okay. Oh, I'm not enamored. Aww. Okay, that's okay. Sorry, Angelica. I've seen better. Um, But he's extremely pretty, and he starts when you fling the door open. He says, This door was supposed to be locked. Rude of you to do that to an ambassador. If, if I may. Of course, it's your office. He stalks past you. And he sits down at his desk. There are no other chairs. Um, ambassadors. From my dear, dear cousin. What, pray tell, does Bjork have to say that couldn't go in a letter? I don't think she approves. Of? Well. I'm deciding whether or not I should be tactful about this, but the the woman that you keep in company. Well, Gorgeous, I would be honest over tactful at this point. You see, I wasn't expecting ambassadors, and I wasn't expecting ambassadors in your state. Our state? What could you mean by that? Well, you've brought me some kind of cyborg. She's so much more than just what she appears to be. Of course. Now, does my dear cousin have any comment to make on the company that I keep? I think I'm just out of character. Like, we had talked about just telling the truth, right? That was our plan. Yeah, like, from space, or that the king doesn't like us? No, the from space thing. Like, 
that was the original plan, right? Yeah. So I think that this is a moment where Angelica looks at Kat and like, I think she's looking for like, a, is this the right time? We actually don't care much for what Bjork thinks of your company. Oh, interesting. We're here. And yet she sent you here. It's a minor plot point. I don't actually think that's really important. Uh, what is important is that we know Agnetha. Everyone knows Agnetha. She is extremely popular amongst the populace. Right. We knew her before she was cool. We knew her from where she came from. Which is? Felhimir? Is that where she came from? Interesting. So she Mm. hasn't told you. That's really awkward. That changes things a little bit. It sure does. So she has not been fully honest with you. I need to look something up. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god, she walks in the door behind us. (laughs) Can you both give me perception minus six? No. Just in case. Nope. Nope. Yeah, she hasn't been fully honest with him. Dang. What exactly? Are you trying to tell me about uh, my darling little Agnetha? Your darling? Oh, that's very Well, she sweet. has been extraordinarily helpful in rousing the population, one would say. They love her. They adore her. She's a star. Hmm. Ah, a star. What would you know about stars? That's my name, in fact. Is it your name is Star? Star Child. Does, she's she's looking really closely. Does that ring any bells for him? That's a perception minus six. Okay. <laughs> nope. uh, what you're rolling is detect lies. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, I have that. Do you? Yeah. Just roll me that. Okay. I, I make it. 12 to 12. Yeah, he's super lying. Uh, so he knows who I am? By the no, name? he doesn't show any kind of recognition at your name, but he lied about... Uh, Agnetha being from Felhimir. Oh. So you do know where she's from, then? I beg your pardon? Are you calling me a liar? I have dealt with much better liars than you. I want to hear from your little cyborg. She's not my cyborg. I'm my own cyborg. And yet I'm the Jarl, and I, I think, darling, you should tell me your side of the story. I don't much like that you don't have any other chairs in here. Reminds me of another another uh, ruler that we didn't much agree with. Well, tell me about this ruler then. Let's cut to it. No more bullshit. No more lies. I want to hear from the cyborg. What What ruler are you referencing? Well, we didn't much like him. He's dead now. Is that a threat? Just a fact. You're in my hall, surrounded by my guards. Very perceptive of you. You're representing a king to whom I don't have a lot of loyalty anymore. One might even say an illegitimate king. 
her legitimacy really has no import in this. Because the discussion we're having about whether or not we're from here on behalf of the king is second to the point, which is that you know where Agnetha is from. And tell me where Agnetha is from. She is from Haven. In orbit of this planet. And right now, she is jamming a signal being sent to that station, and we need to know why. The king wanted us to take care of Agnetha. The king has been trying to off Agnetha for years. She's not yet been successful. As I said, the people love her, and they will continue to love her. Do you know what will make them not love her? They find out she's from some place that is still terrifying the ignorant masses. Well, you know what? Then it's very inconvenient that I left a note with Brother Brother Leaf explaining exactly where she's from that he is to open tomorrow morning if, we're, if we don't come back. You do a fast talk? Yes. So you left a note with that squealy little priest. It'd be so unfortunate if on tomorrow morning's mass he starts claiming that Agnetha is one of those aliens. I don't know if the two of you fully understand the predicament you're in. This is not a city that is or has been for the past three years particularly loyal to Pope Church. This is a city that has grown prosperous by my decisions. This is a city that believes in the true power of representational democracy, which I have brought to them. For the rich. Anything We've... given to the rich? goes down to the poor. We've been here one day and there are people complaining about your decisions. <laughs> and yet, they fish. They don't live in slums in Felmir. They elect a senate. Democracy is what this land once was. Democracy is the highest form of government. And I... I think they had a different name for what this was. <laughs> yeah, I believe it was called uh, oligarchy. An oligarchy. Who do you think votes for the Senate? It's representational democracy. It is what this kingdom should be. Not a kingdom. A democracy. Yeah, I don't know why we're arguing the finer points of democracy. Either you don't actually know what we're talking about, or you are trying to stall for time. And we don't have a lot of that right now. We are here with a very simple question. You can rule your little village as you see fit. Why is she blocking, sending a blocking signal? There are complications. I don't... Darling, I don't need to explain myself to you. I think you need to tell me first what you're really here to do. Stop that signal. To stop the signal. You have no intention of taking my prophet back to a king? No. Interesting. It was a convenient lie to get in this door. So you have no stake in this game. Beyond that, you don't like certain rulers? Hmm? 
I find you quite vile, honestly, but that doesn't change the fact that I need to just... Oh, darling. (laughs) Talk dirty to me. Oh. God, is this what I sound like, Kat? I'm staying out of this. I'm staying out of this. I can't win. Listen, you want your signal in place. You want Agnetha to unblock whatever it is she's doing. I don't care. Your little ship up there. I don't care. What I do care about is bringing the vote back to the kingdom. And that's never going to happen. People like you running about doing errands for High King Bjork. There is no love lost between us and the Pope. Or the King, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, the Pope is just... The Pope is the true King. We all know that She's just merely a puppet. And in a democracy, her power would be checked. If I were a prime minister, a president, an elected official, you'd best believe that there would be a separation of church and state. Are you asking for our help? To support you? What is it you want from us? I think we can support each other. You want a signal? You want to talk to my prophet? I've got no stake in that game. What I want is people who have access to my darling cousin, High King Bjork. See, I think it's about time that the kingdom went through a bit of a shakeup, if you would. Please don't tell me you're saying what I think you're saying. And I think that if people with access to the king were willing to play ball, as it were, then we could both make each other very happy. In essence, what I'm asking for... Yes, say the words. Say them out loud. I want you to kill the king. taking an NPC and being like, yeah, we definitely know a way across the river. Come with us. Hang on. Oh, good. Perfect. Good thing I invented this character. Oh, yes, that's me. Totally. (laughs) I I have a boat. I just need people there. (laughs) Two copper coins. (laughs) I'll do it for free. You give me a good high five. Oh, those are very hard to find. I believe it. It defaults to IQ. We've created a new game. Goodbye, Sam. Okay, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Wait, I don't, okay.